1: So while the uh, president yesterday decided to roll out his budget uh, proposal where he's going to increase taxes because that's totally the problem here in this country, uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced H.R. 1, which is the Lower Energy Costs Act. So the priorities here, as McCarthy put it in a press release yesterday, is to increase the production and export of American energy and reduce the regulatory burdens that make it harder to build American infrastructure and grow our our economy. So, I mean, that sounds like a win-win, but we know that our guy, our friend, Daniel Turner, Power the Future, can explain this to us and really dig into what this can do for you, for your energy costs, which have been skyrocketing this entire winter. Daniel, good morning. Thanks for being here, my friend. Appreciate the time.
0: Oh, Pete, it's always great to be on your show, and I just have to say this quickly. I do about 1,000 radio shows a year, and that was the best intro song I ever heard. That was Cannonball by the Breeders from my high school years, oh, and that song was awesome. There so, you go. wow, I feel very cool right now. Well,
1: uh, credit to uh, producer extraordinaire John Anthony for hooking that up on the rotator this morning, so I'm glad it made you happy, <laughs> Daniel. I wish I knew that was the case, but uh, you got to love a good coincidence, my man. That's great. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's
0: like- Puts me in a good mood, and it's great to talk about energy when you're in a good mood. It's I agree. I in a good mood as well. Look, last time we had a bill that was called HR one. That's the first bill coming out of the House of Representatives in the new Congress. Last time we had an HR one was when Nancy Pelosi was Speaker in 2021. And HR one, if you recall back then, was about federalizing national elections, about taking away states' rights, um, and it was about permanently making all of the COVID election laws. Um, um, making, making them permanent, right? the mail- in ballots, the drop boxes, the uh, vote five times if you're a Democrat, et etc. So contrast that to HR. one that was unveiled yesterday, which is about unleashing American energy. And Speaker McCarthy, you know, there were a lot of doubts about him. I'm not going to lie, but to see the Speaker of the House come out and say, "God has blessed us with a tremendous amount of natural resources and energy." and we're not utilizing it, and we see the cost of inflation, we see the national security risks, it's time we put energy back on, on top. And it was just a great, great day.
1: So how do how do the Republicans go about, I know this obviously would have to go through the Senate, uh, to President Biden, but let's forget all that for a second. The idea yeah. here is what? what? What is Kevin McCarthy looking to do when it comes to energy policy in this country that then ultimately saves all of us money, especially in the wintertime.
0: Yeah, well, the first thing that he talked about, which is probably the most paramount, which is permitting reform. Um, and I talk to oil and gas companies every day who will say, look, we have these permits. Remember, Joe Biden used to roll out the 9000 permits. We have 9000 permits and 9000 permits. Well, I talk to companies that say, yes, we have one of those permits. But now the second phase of, of, of permits that we need, which is which is access to drill that we are waiting two years, and that is where the Department of Interior or the EPA needs to sign off. Unlike a lot of other industries in this country, energy is very dependent, reliant on government cooperation, right? You can't just drill for oil uh, uh, willy-nilly. You need an awful lot of, even on private land, you need an awful lot of, of, of state-level permits. And so the permitting reform would say, look, these folks who who have these these leases, that want to now drill, why does the Department of Interior, Secretary Deb Holland, why does the Bureau of Land Management, why does the EPA, why do these bureaucrats who no one elected get to just leave them on their desk for literally two years and say, I may sign it, I may not, right? How much will you dance Mm -hmm. for me? And then maybe I'll sign your permit for you. And so permitting reform hopefully is a revamp of the bureaucracy to make them what they need to be which is a bureaucracy, right? They don't have the authority to, to interpret the law and say, well, you know what, I like Pete Mundo, maybe I will give him a permit. Well, you know, Pete Mundo's family talks a lot about they don't believe in climate change, so maybe they don't get a permit. That has to come to an end. The weaponizing of government has to come to an end.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Daniel Turner, Power of the Future, is uh, joining us here on KCMO Talk Radio. So when you talk about increasing production and then exporting that production, and then you mentioned there the regulatory burdens, increasing production comes by reducing the regulatory burdens. And what can that do for people when they open that bill this winter and they see these sky-high prices? I know that there's global reasons behind that, but i got to imagine there's things domestically – that we're not doing that we can be doing, including some, including some of what you just talked about.
0: Absolutely, I mean, we just have to go back not many years in our history. I know COVID kind of screwed up the way we see the world right now, and it's hard to believe there was a time before COVID. But if we can just go back to the year two thousand nineteen, oil averaged around fifty dollars a barrel. That's thirty dollars cheaper than where it is now. Gas was under two dollars a gallon nationally. And look at how businesses exploded. Look at how um we that was 2019 was the greatest year in American history for retail, for hotels, for restaurants, for tourism. Why? Everyone was flush with cash because if you were filling up your car for $27 and not $45, well, you had extra cash at the end of the week. And what did you do? You took your family out to Domino's and you got pizza, or you drove down to Myrtle Beach for the weekend if, you, if you're on in, in, on the East Coast, right, or, or the Ozarks if you're in, in the great state of Missouri, right? You, you, you celebrated and you you lived your life, and that boosted, bolstered the entire economy. But that's not happening right now because energy is driving up the cost of absolutely everything. Look at our food prices. right? One of my great concerns of, of the Biden administration in terms of long-term damage is that we become accustomed to the new normal. Um, when we look at something like Europe, if any of your great listeners right now have ever been to Europe and they rented a car, and they say wow 7 dollars a gallon for petrol and it's like oh that's not a gallon buddy that's a liter yeah <laughs> and say, how is it so exp-? that is normal in europe right we don't want that in america we don't want european style pricing remember that phrase obama's team talked about that how they wanted european style pricing so if we become comfortable with hey eggs are 6 dollars a dozen now that's the new normal no all of this is bad chopped meat should not be 12.99 a, a pound this is all bad, it's all wrong, and it's all reversible if we make energy abundant and that will bring down prices.
1: And so much of these things, so much of the inflation, you're hitting on that point very well, Daniel, is tied back to the cost of energy that we're experiencing and we have experienced over the last 18 months in particular, right? I mean, this stuff, it weaves together the price of eggs, everything you're talking about back to energy production and you know, hopefully saving money on our energy costs going forward if this administration can open its eyes, which I don't have a lot of confidence of, Daniel. How about, how about you?
0: I, I don't, and that's my only—I don't want to be a downer when I'm in such a good mood after HR1, but that is my only concern is that if for Biden to sign this, um, well, two things will gonna, one of two things will happen. He will sign it because he is so desperate for the 2024 election that he wants some sort of win that makes him look moderate, and that is a real possibility, and I'll take it. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll take signing the bill for American energy and the, and the betterment of the American people. My other concern, which I think is more likely, is that he will, he will veto it um, outright because it ultimately uh, the underlying belief is that fossil fuels are good that American energy is good, that producing more oil and gas and lowering prices is good. And if fossil fuels become the hero of of the narrative, well, then the green initiative, the the whole uh, uh, we have to stop oil, no more drilling, no more permits, all that crumbles. And he's built his administration. Heck, John Kerry's private jets are basically powered by the fumes of this rhetoric that fossil fuels are bad, fossil fuels are bad, we have to get off fossil fuels. So that's my biggest concern: is that they will not let the they will not let American Energy be the hero of the story.
1: It's really too bad. Uh, we'll be following closely. Daniel Turner, Power the Future. Find him. Great follow on Twitter. Always good to have him on the show. Daniel, thanks for being here. Have a great weekend, my friend. Thank you, Pete. Always a pleasure. You bet. Daniel Turner, great stuff out of him on KCMO. Are you ready for hard-hitting
0: observations?
1: She is the least credible person I may have ever seen on camera.
0: The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today.
1: Guys, not everything is 40 chess. Why can't we just laugh?
0: Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch.
1: We all know I'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to Facts by Tom McDonald.
0: The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. Talk
1: Radio